live from the capital of the Commonwealth. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 1061 ESPN. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Call in and talk with Bob anytime at 327-0888. Now, here's Bob Black with the Sports Huddle on 1061 ESPN. It's just amazing when you look at the progress. And, you know, our team, we're over here a lot. Uh, many times during the week and every day we come over here we see progress so you see the big smiles on our faces it's because a we love being in this building and seeing what's happening here it's very transformative talking to Danny Boniface from Richmond Region Tourism one of our great partners he called it mind-boggling the progress that has been made so Danny I, I would agree with you on that I'll tell you what's mind-boggling Dennis Bickmeyer, Executive Director of the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority. I'll tell you what's mind-boggling, Dennis, that we're back on the air. We're back. We're live. We're local. The Sports Huddle has returned from a long R&R vacation. Seems like an eternity, probably to my esteemed producer, AJ, it seems like just yesterday when we were doing this, and now, oh, no, here we have to go again. But, yes, we are back with the sports huddle, and I figured what better way to go than live and local, which is what we pride ourselves on, and that was the voice of Dennis Bickmeyer, who you hear on these airwaves all the time, regularly, weekly with Big Al on Sportsbone, and then on with us periodically, which is going to be today as a foreshadowing of what's to come. But the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority and the Henrico Sports and Event Center held a press conference for the media and other interested observers today up at the new location at Virginia Center Commons to give us an update on the progress of construction and even more importantly, on the progress of local and state organizations that are going to be bringing their events into this new facility in Henrico County, in the RVA, in the greater central Virginia region. I know Henrico County wants to promote itself, and well, it should, because they've taken on this massive $50 million project, obviously. But this is an event center that's going to benefit you, whether you're in Henrico or Goochland or Chesterfield or Hanover or anywhere in the central Virginia area, and in many aspects across the state and the region as well. So that's why we opened up with live and local today. And Dennis is going to join us live at 4.30 this afternoon to talk a little bit about the things that he talked about during the press conference today and the tours that we were fortunate enough to take. And by we, I mean yours truly, who had an opportunity to walk through it. Our good old pal Mitchell Bradley was there today. He had an opportunity to take the tour. Scott Hawthorne, our sales guy, he was there as well. A lot of other media members. Sean Robertson from CBS 6, he's everywhere, of course. So he was there as well but it really is an exciting thing uh and we got an opportunity to see it up close and personal had to put the hard hats on today and take that tour it's going to have a dozen basketball courts and 24 volleyball courts and space for other events and rico high school graduations will eventually be held there as well so it's more than just sports activity but certainly they are promoting the sports activity, one of the big ones that's coming that we talked about a couple of weeks ago when it was announced, the Atlantic 10 Women's Basketball Tournament will be held there. They can split this ginormous facility in half, pull down a soundproof wall or curtain 
and turn one half of it into about a 3,500-seat arena, which will be a perfect venue for the A-10 women's basketball tournament. And certainly the folks at VCU and Richmond are particularly happy about it because it's right in their backyard. But obviously it's convenient to so many of the schools in the Atlantic 10. So it's a really exciting time. They are anticipating a mid-October opening of the facility. If you go on Twitter and follow my Twitter feed, at Spider Voice, I just posted a few pictures from the construction at the center today. And as you can tell, they still got a lot of work to do. Now, they've hung all the basketball goals in there already, and they've hung the the center-hung scoreboard that will act as a center-hung scoreboard when they cut the facility in half and turn it into a basketball arena. So they've made that kind of progress already, but they've still got to put the floor down, the walls still have to go up, the lighting, uh, all the technology has to go into that facility. So they got their work cut out for them, but I'm certainly not putting it past them. They'll be ready by mid-October. But we kind of found it a little bit humorous that with all those essentials still have to go, like walls and floors and lights and all that kind of thing, they've got the ceiling-hung basketball goals up already. So I guess the construction workers can play a little lunchtime hoops if they get a quick break before they get back to work. But it's really fun to be out there today. So I, wanted, I know we got a lot of other great events that have been going on, particularly nationally, but I wanted to start live and local uh, with what's going on right here in our community, and we will talk a little bit more about that uh, a little bit later this afternoon. All right, deep breath. Here we go. Back on the air again with the Sports Huddle. Bob Black with you here, hosting remotely today. Uh, AJ in our ESPN Richmond studios. If you'd like to interact with us, he's the first voice you'll hear when you dial us up, 804-327-0888. That is also our text line if you'd like to interact with us via text as opposed to on the air. But either way, we would love to have you as a part of the show. All right, AJ, lay it on me. Did you miss me? Did you actually miss me during the last week plus that I was gone? All the way up until you said that you guys took a tour, even Mitchell did, and I'm looking at my phone, no invite. Oh no, the whole station got an invite. You could have you could have gone. Wait a minute. I would have had you I would have made sure you were invited. Scott invited me. Come on now. You you're a member of the team. We could have gotten you on. Could have gotten you. Here's here here's a little bit of truth though. I have not really read my e-bills, so that (laughs) Right. So it could be there somewhere. So I do miss you, buddy. (laughs) What did you do with your afternoons free when I wasn't here? Good goodness gracious. You finish up with Joseph's at what, four o'clock and you were you were done, huh? You know what? I got back in the gym and been training real hard the last couple of weeks. And so yes, it's been it's actually I have missed you. I have missed talking about sports, but it did help the first two weeks getting back into training that you were gone. You sound stronger. Your voice sounds stronger. Oh yeah. I'm coming back, baby. All right. I like that. You put that time to good use. I can tell you that I didn't. It was a lot of eating, drinking, and laying on a beach somewhere, must admit. Although, you know, when you go on vacation like that, you do a lot of walking. So I always feel healthier when I go on vacation to a beach locale because you do a lot of walking and bike riding and stuff like that. So there was plenty of exercise. There was just an awful lot of food and drink to go with the exercise. But I guess that's what vacation is for. And I was very thankful. Um, All all seriousness, obviously, Juneteenth, a very important Uh, now nationally recognized holiday in this country um, for very good reason. 
Um, but I will admit, um, having the day off yesterday and being at home and having very little to do but decompress really helped to get me charged up to get back at it today. So having that extra day on the back end was really helpful. And now we are at it full go for the most part. There's going to be some spotty days here and there where we won't be here. Thursday is one of them because of Braves baseball, Uh, a couple of other things coming up, that sort of thing. But for the most part, you can tune us in pretty much every afternoon from 4 to 6 with the Sports Huddle. Tomorrow, in fact, we will be out at Independence. Have not been out there in a long time. They've got the uh, Women's State Open going on. I know there's a lot of rain expected tonight. Uh, It's already rained some today and tomorrow, so we're holding our breath for that one because, man, I haven't been out at Independence in a long, long time. Uh, Looking forward to seeing some uh, old friends out there tomorrow. So we'll be broadcasting live from Independence Golf Club uh, out there tomorrow from 4 until 6. So it really is good to get back at it. And as I said, definitely wanted to start local today. Uh, That's a big deal. That's going to bring a lot of dollars, a lot of tourism dollars, a lot of sports tourism dollars into our region. I mean, they gave us a list of all sorts of organizations, sports organizations that have already signed up um, to hold their events in a still not even close to being finished facility. I think the number was something like 135 event dates from the time they opened in October through 2024. And they're really just getting going. I think they said something like 40 of the 52 weekends are already booked at the Henrico Sports and Events Center for 2024. And they'll actually open it in October of 2023. And I mentioned one, the Atlantic 10, <clears throat> excuse me, Atlantic 10 Women's Basketball Tournament, but they've got plenty of other events. The uh, uh, 804 Coaches for Change, they were there today. They're going to hold their events there. Uh, Sportable is going to be there as well. Um, Big Shots Basketball, they were there today. Special Olympics, they were there today. So they've got all sorts of organizations. Richmond Volleyball Club obviously is going to use that great facility. Virginia AAU Volleyball, all of that um, have booked their events already for the new Henrico Sports and Events Center. Uh, It's really an exciting thing up there at Virginia Center Commons. Obviously, they've, they've basically blown up the mall and are reinventing it for other uses Uh, and there's an awful lot of construction going on up there i can tell you that firsthand as well so it's really a big deal and it's really exciting and it's really going to bring a lot more people to our area and obviously a lot more tourism dollars as well there was a little bit of talk about the bigger arena that still doesn't have shovel in the dirt yet, but they are expecting it to here before too long. And that's the, what, 17,000, 18,000-seat arena that's going to be built um, a little bit further up north in, in Henrico County. And they're already talking about, you know, what big-time events they can get in there once it opens sometime, I guess, in 2025 or 2026, somewhere around there. And that's where they'll try and get, you know, maybe a minor league hockey team or a G League basketball team or the NCAA basketball tournament regional or the ACC or Atlantic 10 basketball tournament. So there's an awful lot going on up there. And there are a lot of excited people, as you probably heard in Dennis Pickmeyer's voice on that soundbite that started the program just after four o'clock this afternoon. And speaking of Mr. Pickmeyer, let's tell you a little bit more about when you can hear him live and local on today's Sports Huddle. Here's what's coming up on today's Sports Huddle. Just a huge fan of sports. This is the River City Rundown. 
River City Rundown here on 1061 ESPN. Brought to you by our friends at the Richmond Chapter of the American Red Cross, urging you to support the local RVA community by volunteering your services or donating blood to the Red Cross. To learn more about how you can help during this critical time, we invite you to visit redcross.org. Dennis Bickmeyer joins us in about 15 minutes at 4.30. He'll be with us live. He's had a busy day out there. He has spoken to the media and promoters and supporters and construction folks that are working hard on that center to get it done by October, and he's going to spend a few minutes with us to talk about all that at 4.30 this afternoon. 5.30, Dave Preston from WTOP up there in D.C. will certainly hit on the Bradley Beal trade with Phoenix and Chris Paul and all of that, and we'll get into some commander's talk with him as we start to inch closer to the start of training camp and maybe some Washington Nationals talk as well. So Dave Preston joins us from WTOP Radio Sports at 5.30 this afternoon hope you'll join us as well keep it locked in right here all afternoon long or dial us up 804-327-0888 let's get our first break in right at the quarter after four come back on the other side as the sports huddle kicks it off for a tuesday afternoon on 1061 espn but all too well and we know the solution find us on stream anytime at espnrichmond.com and on iHeartRadio at 1061 espn richmond I got a question for you, buddy. Hey, now, wait a minute. I asked the questions around here. I asked the questions. Go ahead. I would be remiss and be doing a disservice to all of our fans and ourselves uh, if I didn't ask what was the best thing you ate on your vacation. Oh, that is a great question. All right. That's an easy answer. as Well, well pretty much an easy answer. But, okay, so we were, we were at the beach. You know, you can figure out which beach, the beach. Richmonders say the beach. It's usually only one place that they go. So there you go. One night, we did a seafood boil in the house. Like, there's this company that brings it to you. They come, like, in this pickup truck. They bring, like, the propane uh, tank and the boil, and they park it right there on the driveway of the house, and they start loading in all this seafood stuff into the big pot and they boil it up for you and they come into your house and they put like the tablecloth, you know, the plastic tablecloth, the plasticware and all of that on your tables and they cook it up. And we had uh, shrimp, clams, scallops, potatoes, sausage, corn on the cob, all in this big pot, AJ. And like the guy was awesome in cooking it. And he layers it. He knows, you know, whatever needs the most time, he put in first. And then the second thing, and layered it up. And when it was all cooked and ready to go, he carries it up the steps, and he literally dumps it onto the table with the tablecloth. And then you just chow down. And it was delish. I got to tell you, it was awesome. I love hearing that. That sounds good. Does that surprise you that I gave you such great detail on what I like the best? Not at all, buddy. That's why I asked the question. (laughs) Are you a seafood guy? Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. And fortunately, and you'll love this because it's me. So we had a large crowd this time, bigger than I've ever had when I've gone gone to the beach. But enough of them were baseball fans so that, you know, we could dominate the TV with some baseball game was on. We had some that were fans of the Reds, who, by the way, are red hot right now with nine in a row. Uh, the Tigers, who are not red hot right now. 
obviously me with the Phillies. We had uh, college baseball fans. We had the College World Series on, and it was it was a blast. I'm trying to keep this sports-related, AJ. But you asked the question, and a great question at that. Um, I think I can pretty much undeniably say that was the best meal of the week because I'd never done it before. I, I go to the beach all the time. Never even knew you could do that, and it was great. And the company was awesome, and the guy who – who did it for us. one guy you would think maybe you would need two people to do that nope one guy did the whole thing and did it all in about two hours and uh if you like seafood uh, it was it was definitely the way to go so i also it. heard a little rumor that uh there are no rivalries in baseball anymore <laughs> did joseph's really say that uh, <laughs> did he really say that i would lie to you bob well, you know, it's funny because I was going to get into this later, and uh, we got a couple minutes now, if I remember how the show runs, and I don't, so you got to guide me through this. We do. Okay, so we're in middle to late June now. These games are taking on more importance. And I was looking at the schedule tonight, AJ, for baseball. I don't, maybe you don't want to call them rivalries. I get that if you don't. But there are a lot of big games, big series for mid to late June. That, are, that I think even Matt Josephs would agree are important games. Like, this is no longer late March and April, you know, when he says those games don't count, even though they do count. You know, we're now at a point where you're going to start, you know, making your move, breaking away from the pack, or you're going to fall too far behind at this point as we close in on the All-Star break. I give as example A, Braves-Phillies tonight. First of all, I think that is a rivalry. I think they've been playing each other long enough in the same division. You know, way back in the day, the Braves were in the NL West. Now that they're in the East, and they win it almost every year. I begrudgingly say that. My Braves friends are listening. I've already gotten texts today because it's a big series in Philly this weekend. But I think you can call that one a rivalry. And you got the Braves and Phillies. The I think they're the two winningest teams in the month of June right now. I think the Braves are like... 12 and 3 in June, and the Phillies are 12 and 4 yep. in June. Yeah. <laughs> you say that. Uh, 8 and 2 in their last 10. For the Phillies, right? Yeah. And the Braves, right? I, they haven't gained any ground on them. I'm checking that real quick, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's 8 that, and 2 and yeah. 8 and 2, and the yeah. Mets continue to uh, disappoint be, me. It'd be terrible. Yes. Terrible would be the word I would use there, for sure. Terrible. Terrible. Although Scherzer gave them a Scherzer like performance yesterday. And they get Verlander today. That's what I mean. That's another one. I, uh, as a baseball guy, I'm excited. I know it's not a rivalry, but you're playing the defending World Series champions tonight in Houston. And Verlander's going back to Houston tonight for the first time. So don't tell me that's not an important game, an interesting game, an exciting game. You may tell me Mets-Astros is not a rivalry, but that's a pretty compelling game tonight framber valdez is pitching for houston he's one of the best pitchers out there and verlander for the mets if you're any kind of baseball fan you're excited about that tonight braves and phillies in philadelphia excited about that you know the last time spencer strider was at citizens bank park in philadelphia reese hoskins hit the bat slam home run off him that propelled the Phillies to the National League Championship Series win there and took or Division Series win and took him to the Championship Series against the Padres. So don't tell me there's no rivalries. Braves and Phillies is a rivalry. 
That's a good series this week. I mentioned the Mets and Astros with Verlander pitching back in Houston tonight. You got the Orioles and Tampa Bay tonight. That's first and second place in the American League East. That's a good series. You got Blue Jays and Marlins. Blue Jays trying to hang around just four or five games over 500. Marlins have been one of the surprise teams. Second behind the Braves in the National League East. That's a big series. Mariners and Yankees. I get it. It's not a rivalry. It's different coasts of the country and all of that. But those are two teams that are fighting for position for sure. Oh, there's some bad. Go ahead. I was just going to say, all I know is try driving out of Dodger Stadium when the Giants are playing. It's yes. insane. Uh, that They take that very... I, I probably haven't seen more uh, intense rivalry than uh, the, Gi- the Giants fan coming to Dodger Stadium. It gets heated. Yes, and they just finished up this weekend, right? The Giants and Dodgers just finished up in L.A., and uh, I think the Giants swept them. San Francisco's won eight in a row. Of course they swept them. So, yes, that's a great call right there. Giants-Dodgers was outstanding over the weekend, especially for the Giants and the Giants fans, for sure. But now you got Dodgers and Angels. So you got the battle of, you know, Hollywood, I guess, out there. What is that? Anaheim, L.A.? What do they, they call that? Anything out there? A.J., you're no, my West No, no, that guy. actually isn't as heated. It's You would think the Padres, too, but no, it's, it's mainly the Giants and the Dodgers, I think, because they've been good. I agree. I get it. But but those are good games. Dodgers-Angels is a good game. Got Kershaw on the mound tonight for the Dodgers. I don't know when Otani's pitching for the Angels. And Padres and Giants. That's a big NL West series. You know what's funny? Week. Anaheim and Dodgers is kind of like the Orioles and the Nationals. Huh. Yeah, it's okay. sort of a thing, but it's not a thing. <laughs> okay. Well, I got a thing for you. That would be a commercial break. I guess I could talk some baseball with... Uh, with Dennis Bickmeyer, I think he wants he once worked for the Angels, um, if I'm not mistaken, in Major League Baseball. So I could bring that up with him, but I might not on this visit because we're going to talk about his press conference today and the uh, Sports and Events Center that's going up there, up there at Virginia Center Commons. And I got an opportunity to take a quick tour of uh, this afternoon. So Dennis Bickmeyer, Executive Director of the Henrico County Sports and Entertainment Commission. He's going to join us. He's leading the charge to get this facility built. It's supposed to open in mid-October. Uh, we'll find out more about it from Dennis Bickmeyer. He's with us next on the Sports Hub. On the diamond, and we've got the action live. Every Atlanta Braves broadcast is here. On your home for the Atlanta Braves. 1061 ESPN Richmond. This is a very unique building. This is not a gymnasium. Uh, this is a multi-purpose event center. And we've been very purposeful in, in how we've approached the construction of this building and the amenities that we are bringing to this building. These amenities will serve for all these event promoters. These amenities will serve your guests well. We know we're in a great location, great freeway access. That's a key differentiating point for us. But the level of service that we want to provide our event promoters and the things that they can do in this building will separate us from other uh, buildings throughout the region. That was Henrico Sports Entertainment Authority Executive Director Dennis Bickmeyer just a couple of hours ago up there at the new Henrico Sports and Events Center where they held a press conference and tour this afternoon of the still very much under construction but starting to take shape Henrico Sports and Events Center and the very busy Dennis Bickmeyer graciously giving us a few minutes of his time this afternoon. He was waiting there at the front door today with open arms to welcome us proudly 
into the building. What's the feeling like right now for you, Dennis? Thanks for joining us. Hey, Bob. Uh, hopefully you can hear me. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a, another broadcast that's coming through. We're going to correct that. Our producer, AJ, who hasn't had to produce my show for a while because I haven't been here, he's going to take care of that. He'll push there a couple of buttons, and <laughs> there we go. You're a pro at this, Dennis. You're on these airwaves with Al all the time. You, you, if you can handle Al, you can handle anything. That's and right. I mean that, that's right. I mean that in the kindest of ways. So what was the <laughs> feeling like today as you welcomed me and many other people into your building that continues to take remarkable shape? <clears throat> Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, you know, I feel like a proud papa. I mean, um, you know, it just uh, was, first of all, it was great to see the turnout, and thank you all for coming out and for your interest. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you just, we're seeing this thing grow up before our eyes. And, uh, and, I, and I talked about the last time we had a media gathering out there, we had a lot of guests and, you know, county departments represented and things. It was December when we did the topping off ceremony and put the highest beam in the building and then you know to to see where we are now as we're you know getting you know into the summer months uh just the progress that's made has just been tremendous and and knowing now that the next big step is to actually cut the ribbon on this thing october 12th amazing the timing of that and as i said there's still a lot to be done but it does go quickly when they get to this point and you'll be ready to go in mid-october i don't know if you could hear the sound bite that we played in introing you just a couple of moments ago because of the, the technical issues but you made a point to say this is not a gymnasium this is a multi-purpose event center how much of that today was to show us that with the number of groups and organizations that have already signed up yeah, that's exactly it. But we wanted to show the diversity of events that could happen in this building. And, and, and again, you know, the speaking point is it's got 12 courts. You know, you can do 12 basketball courts that can convert to 24 volleyball courts. And, and, and that's, those are, you know, two of the stats that are out there. But I just want people to know that it's not just basketball and volleyball. There will be a lot of that played in there, certainly. Um, and we look forward to showcasing both of those sports. Well, you heard from, you know, futsal RVA today and just the progress that's been made in futsal. And I didn't even know what futsal was before I got on this job. And Me you know, and partner, the partner, I didn't know until today. <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt you, but I didn't know until no. today what that was. So go ahead. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Indoor soccer, three-on-three, fast-paced, you know. Um, but that's good. But, again, a lot of those are youth-focused. And then we start talking about, okay, what can we do at the college level? Well, we made the big announcement with the Atlantic 10 Conference and our partners over at Richmond Region Tourism last month that the A-10 Women's Basketball Championship is, is coming to the Sports and Events Center. And, and then you start looking at, okay, Richard Bland College, they've got a, a doubleheader basketball event booked in there. So now we're, now we're into the college side of things. And, you know, then you start thinking about, okay, what other sports can work there? We are getting calls from concert promoters. We're getting calls from consumer trade shows and, and things like that. So it really could serve a, a lot of different, you know, variety, I guess I should say, of opportunities in this building. It is a sports and, and entertainment complex first and, and probably sports first for sure. But what I think it does, Bob, is it gives our youth a place to play. It brings teams in from out of town. But for our residents, it also gives them an opportunity to, to come see some special events in that building. And that's where I think, you know, you, you put the A-10 Women's Basketball Championship in that category as well. 
Hey, let me continue on that topic of the A-10 Women's Basketball Championship. We certainly mentioned it a few weeks ago when you guys made that announcement. But the other guy who was waiting for us at the door today was Tom Yeager, the former commissioner of the CAA, now working with you. And you used the phrase proud papa. He seemed like a proud papa when he explained to us about the court that is actually going to be used when you have championship basketball events like the A-10 Women's Basketball Tournament. Well, Tom's our ace in the hole here on uh, NCAA-related events, that's for sure. To have somebody with that experience, you know, 40-plus years working in inter- intercollegiate athletics is an absolute win for us and, and obviously, as you know, just a gem of a person. But, yeah, we, we started to think about, again, the prospect to have these types of championship events or, you know, showcase basketball. Like, we, you know, we got the 804 Coaches for Change, uh, a basketball, high school basketball tournament teaching public versus private uh, boys and girls programs here in the area. They'll play on that court too. And interestingly, the court that we purchased was was used at the Louisville NCA uh, men's basketball regional this past year. It only has three games played on it. So, uh, so Tom was able to work out a deal for us to purchase that floor. Uh, it's actually being painted in our our brand colors. Um, and then we'll look forward to having that floor here. But what it does, it provides a very clean championship floor. So, you know, we're putting the top of the line floor in as our permanent hardwood floor. Uh, we were explaining it, uh, some of the construction guys were explaining it to the, the event promoters that were there today, the quality of the floor that's going in um, on the hardwood, the permanent hardwood. And then what we'll do on the arena side of the building is we'll cover that hardwood, and then we'll put this this NCAA floor down um, when we do the 810 Women's Basketball Championship. 804 Coaches for Change, they're going to use it. Richard Bland, when they're here, they're going to use it. And any other kind of big events that, that we have, that floor is very clean. It'll look fantastic on television, which, again, we know the 810 is nationally televised. CBS Sportsnet and, and ESPN2, I believe it is, for their championship. So we just wanted to make sure we had a very good, clean-looking floor that, you know, deserving of a, a championship-caliber facility. So let me try and be the uh, hard-hitting journalist here that I've never been accused of being. But that's a that's a major purchase there, Dennis. So I, I wonder, are you still on budget? Are you still on time? Are there, you know, hiccups that have happened along the way? You certainly put your best foot forward today, but we all know construction projects like this, particularly in this day and age, can have some hiccups. There's no doubt, yes. So the, the, the short answer is yes, we, we are on budget. So feel good about that. And, again, I'll go back to decisions that were made way before I got here during the COVID time when the county made a decision to purchase all the steel that was needed for the building. You saw that today. It's even hard for me to, to paint a picture for your listeners how much steel is in that building and then how much concrete is in that building. That decision in 2020, when they hit pause on the, on the building you know, construction to go ahead and purchase the materials, that that they, not only say it saved this project, but it certainly saved the budget on this project. How about that? Um, so that part of it's been good, and and we've not had any hiccups. But one thing that we've done, Bob, is we have been able to go in and and make some changes. Uh, I'll give you an example. You saw today the four sided video scoreboard that wasn't programmed in the original um, plans for this building. 
that that was an ad. So we've been able to go in and be able to to use some contingency monies that were available to uh, to support making that kind of upgrade. So we've been very thoughtful about making changes. We've been able to trade something you know that was maybe programmed originally for something else and be able to have it wash out where there's not a, any kind of huge budget implication or anything. So feel good about where we are budget-wise, feel good about where we are timing standpoint as well to, to be able to cut that ribbon there in, in, in uh, middle October. So I'll ask you one more question along those lines, and I don't know why this came into my mind, but I will, and then we'll get back to more of the fun and games and the remaining time we have with Dennis Bickmeyer here this afternoon. Henrico Sports and Event Center. It's a mouthful, Dennis, and I know Henrico's proud of it and wants its name in there, and I certainly get that. But in this day and age, almost every venue, stadium, facility has some sort of a corporate name on it. Could that potentially down the road happen for you guys, which would obviously bring in more money and bring in more dollars to the center and to the county of Henrico? It definitely could happen, yes. Um, Something that we... Uh, will more actively pursue. We, we've been at this for a little over a year, and it's 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 on our to do list. Just haven't been able to spend as much time on it as I would have liked, because um, it would be great to open the building with a, with a corporate brand name on it. That that's ideal. That's what's great for the brand as well. But yes, if it doesn't happen between now and October, uh, I still think that that possibility is a strong possibility. And what I didn't touch on today with the assembled group is the other, the second floor on what would be, make sure I get my directions right, the north um, east side of the building, um, that whole second floor is wide open space. It's for future development. And I would love, you know, the opportunity that if we are able to partner with a, with a company that, you know, maybe they, maybe they're a company that, could utilize that second floor space. And, you know, I'm thinking I would love to look at something that aligns with what we're doing. So you start thinking sports medicine, physical therapy, you know, companies like that that would want their brand and their services in front of, we're projected to maybe put a half a million people through that building. I mean, we already have over 40 weeks booked in 2024. So, uh, I guess I'm making a little bit of a sales pitch. So if uh, <laughs> if you and that and that awesome sales team over there want to partner up on something and go pitch something, I'm all for it. Or we could just call it the ESPN Richmond Sports and there Events Center. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that you may not want to waste your breath on that one. On that one. But Dave. I will we're, say we're, this: I know I know there are going to be a lot of opportunities for us to partner with you guys. Yes. And I look forward to having you guys out there. And you know, obviously, we can't wait. And you touched on that number that, that's already out there: forty weekends booked in 2024 or from when it opens in October through 2024. Is that exceeding expectation? Is that where you thought you would be at this point? And are you, you kind of percolating even more weekends to be filled before too long? Yeah, well, we're going to run out of weekends at some point. Yeah. And what's interesting is, is we've got, we've got some folks that have reached out to us to said like, Hey, look, if somebody drops, I want this weekend huh. or, you know, if somebody doesn't sign a contract or get a contract back to us and the weekend opens up, call us so yeah i mean I, I i anticipate filling up almost you know the full 52 week slate um we we thought we could get there um so you know i'm thankful i think first and foremost bob is that there's been this kind of interest in the facility um 
you know, I guess you're always kind of cautiously optimistic. It's a new endeavor. Um, there have been some promoters that have we've reached out to or they've, you know, been in contact with us, and they've kind of taken a little bit of a wait and see. Yeah, let's let's see, you know. But now when they hear that, oh, my gosh, they got 40 weekends, there's, there's not a lot of opportunity maybe to get their event in the building. So, um, yeah, I, I, again, we're thankful. Um, we're, I think we're where we thought we could be. Um, but, you know, and, and then it's going to be our job to sustain it as well. You heard me talk about service today and, and working with our event promoters and providing a high level of service. We do that really well here in the greater Richmond area. Our hospitality partners, hotels, restaurants, our, our public safety. You know, we all have been to a bunch of events here. We, we do events well here in Richmond. I, I really think that, you know, and, you know, I'll reflect on my time at the Raceway and, and all the efforts that, you know, we all put in um, with all of our third-party partners to, to put on really good events. And, and I think that's going to be one of those things that will help differentiate us from other buildings like ours is that we got a great location, we got great partners from the hospitality industry, and, and we know how to put on events, and I think that's going to be beneficial. Hey, lastly, I know almost all, if not all, of your time is focused on this project right now, but anything new on the bigger arena that we're all excited about, the 17,000, 18,000-seat arena that we know is further down on the timetable? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in meetings every week, and the, the meeting schedule for the arena at Green City has, uh, has picked up, so it was in a lengthy one this morning. So um, every meeting is a, is a step forward on that project. The, uh, the Green City development team uh, with ASM Global at the table now as a development partner and as an operator, uh, you know, best in class there with those guys, um, are, are working through design uh, as, we, as we speak. And, you know, we're just all hopeful that we can continue to move through design, move through permitting, and, and flip the calendar to early 2024 and start seeing some shovels in the ground. That's the goal. Um, and if we can do that, then we'd be looking at, you know, maybe mid-year 2026 opening. Um, so we're all pushing for that. Uh, there's a lot of folks here on the on the county side that are working with the development team to, uh, to make this thing a reality. So, like I said, every meeting, uh, every time we meet, there's a, there's a step forward, and I think that's a great sign. Exciting times, exciting stuff. Great to get out there today and, and get a peek at it and look forward to doing it as you get closer to completion there in, uh, in October. You're going to be able to get a breath and take that last weekend in July off and get out to the raceway for the NASCAR race? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, going out and supporting those guys and seeing a lot of old friends in the industry or longtime friends in, in the industry. So uh, definitely we'll be doing that. All right. Sounds good, Dennis. We look forward to catching up with you again before too long. And, again, thanks for the invite and the tour this afternoon. Uh, really amazing stuff. Well, I'm glad you guys got to see it. And, and, and again, there's just, just that wow factor when you walk in there. So thank you. Thank you, Dennis. Dennis Bickmeyer with us on the Sports Huddle this afternoon. It really was uh, impressive uh, to see. Executive Director of the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority. And they continue. They're about four months, right, from the opening, right? This is June, July, August, November, October, and, and away we go. So we'll keep monitoring that. And chances are pretty good that if you're in the sports community in Richmond, eventually you're going to step foot and use that facility, and you'll experience 
what we're talking about. We'll talk more after the break. Almost 10 minutes to 5 already on the Tuesday Sports Huddle. Thanks for locking us in on 1061 ESPN. Still searching for sports on your way to work? Your journey ends here. Tune in every weekday morning for the Sports King with Jamie King at 7. Followed by Sports Phone with Big Al at 8 on 106.1 ESPN. We are uh, quickly finishing up hour one of the Tuesday Sports Huddle. Wednesday Sports Huddle, we're out on the road. I'm hosting remotely today, but just from the... uh, home remote studio office tomorrow much more exciting will be at independence where we have not been for a while and they are hosting independence is the first ever women's open of virginia it's a three-day event started yesterday they've just finished up second round play today there's a three-way tie atop the leader leaderboard after 36 they'll play the final round tomorrow with the top 25 qualifiers finishers and ties and they should be done just about uh, sometime while we're on the air tomorrow, pending the weather. I know it doesn't sound great for tomorrow, but hopefully they'll be able to get that final round in, and maybe we'll be able to get the champion on the air. Pretty exciting thing. First ever Women's State Open, Women's Open of Virginia uh, at Independence, and we'll be out there live tomorrow. And as I said, we have not been out there in quite some time, so I'm looking forward to getting out there and seeing all the great folks and having some conversations and Talking about this uh, tournament, first ever, and and hope it's the first of many out there at Independence Golf Club. So that's coming up tomorrow from 4 to 6 here on the Sports Huddle. We're going to get into much more sports topics. I know I went very live and local here on the first hour today. I was excited to do that. But we got baseball to talk about. Of course, since I've been gone, the Denver Nuggets have won the NBA championship. In how many games, AJ? How many games did it take those Nuggets to win? That would be five. You guys probably should have listened to me two weeks ago. I was going to say 